Animals, go. Aardvarks. Fuck. Um, b- b- mm-hmm. Bat. Cat. Dingo. You're in C. You're C. Jesus fucking Christ. Daniel yeah, just I did just said C. Cat. The elephant. Uh, uh, flamingo. Ooh. Grasshopper. Horse. Uh, uh, iguana. That's what I thought of. Um, jackal. Kangaroo. Wait, jackal? It's a J. I J. Oh, a J. A. I was thinking we were on G for some oh reason. Oh, my God. Jesus. What? Who are we? Are you Sorry. okay? No, okay. not at all. Okay. So, jackal, and then you said kangaroo, uh, J, K, L, uh, 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 lemur. Um... Um, meerkat. I want to say gnat, but that's an in- insect, and it starts with a G. Yeah, oh, shit. Um, still an animal. Um, I can't think of an animal that starts with an N. Uh. Oh, no, no, I can't either. You know what we could do is just name them as quick as we came up with them. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're stalemating, dude, and like yeah, the a, list, we've yeah. lost the listeners at this point. So what are, you, what are we on? We're stuck N. on N. N, uh, no, 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 that's no? a G. Narwhal. Oh, Narwhal. That's a G, Narwhal. isn't it? Oh, no, no it is. You're right, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Narwhal, uh, oh, I was struggle-festing with O. Oh, possum. Ah, oh, dang it. Well, I always think possum. I anyway. Know, I know. Uh, uh, o, P, uh, uh, Q. Q's. T- pterodactyl. Uh, quokka. P. Quokkas are good dudes. Yeah, okay. Q, R, Q, P. Rhino. R. Rat. S. Snake. Snake. T. Tyrannosaurus rex. Uh, termite. Yeah. Well, that's not really an animal. It's an insect. But. U... An ugly ass rat. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, a you. Um, uh, we just I lost feel so like, many listeners. So I, there, there's a buddy of mine uh, we by the name of Brian Shook that yeah. should be on this podcast with me because he would be able to rattle off these animals. He seemed yeah, like I'm the critter bitch. Like I should be doing okay at this. So Animal. is that is that what your jersey's gonna have? Critter, critter bitch. bitch. <laughs> um uh, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, Let's roll, there's, dude. There's not many. Ooh. If you have heard us struggle to name animals <laughs> A through Z, welcome uh, to it. Welcome to Untethered number ninety seven. Holy moly, we are getting so close. Wait, uh, I thought in this ninety six. No, I thought we just did 96. <laughs> yeah, because I tore the page off, and no, it's 97. Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, but anyway, so uh, untethered number 97, and uh, Allie's going to do penile uh, implants, I believe. Yes. So, uh, I'll yeah. Okay. yeah, okay. I know, dude. We're cruising through them. Yeah. No, so I actually used the last piece of paper to make this piece of paper because I don't trust myself to remember anything. I thought so. I had already updated my note to be the new one Oh, gotcha. and I hadn't. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's on me. I need to start putting dates by those. <laughs> All right. You want to hear about 
terrible dicks. Yes. Oh, my Always. God. Well, honestly, I, I already know about great dicks because I've got one. No, I'm just Same. Right. Uh, so this is from ProPublica. This is a long fucking article, but it is such a ride, and I'm just gonna get uh, going to get intended. Oh, no. No, you don't want, you don't want any of these. So uh, the title is How a Doctor's Two-Decade Quest to Grow the Penis is Leaving Some Men Desperate and Disfigured. Mm. Um, this is, there are parts that are not for the faint of heart. I'll give little warnings before I really get into the gruesome stuff. But, also, uh, desperate and, and disfigured I can, uh, is, uh, I can uh, say a Tinder bio. <laughs> desperate and disfigured. <laughs> I, can, I can give a rough estimate as to times. They're like, not, they're not like super i you'll be fine you'll be okay yeah you'll be right. i believe uh, in y'all. they're super thanks for asking <laughs> oh man okay yeah. so uh it starts out talking about why dudes want penis enlargement i feel like most we don't really need to porn. go into all that but porn. one of them is because porn had warped yep. their sense of scale yep um and then there's some people that are actually disfigured from like an accident or something mm-hmm. ally thanks for pointing fingers <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Old crooked dick over here. Oh, no. Yeah. You got to go in from the side. Crooked, <laughs> she knows. <laughs> okay, so they talk about this guy named Mick. Uh, that's his middle name. They didn't give a last name or anything. Mick wanted a bigger penis because he believed it would allow him to look in the mirror and feel satisfied. None of his romantic partners ever commented on his size. Can I stop you real quick? Yep. Have you ever literally looked at yourself in the mirror, like staring at your dick and be like, yeah. I'm good. There are some good, you, you know the good days. Having a good dick day? Where you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, I understand. But like at the same time, it's not like I look for the good days. It's like I happen to see a good day. Yeah, yeah. You I, just, I don't know. You, you know don't what I'm just saying? stand there staring yeah, no. yeah, and then I'm yeah. like, ah, anyway. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. So none of his comment or none of his partners ever commented on his size, but it was like all he could think about. Sure. Uh, over the years, he kept up with advances in male augmentation. Sure, a normal pastime. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't thrilled by the options. There's a vacuum pump. <laughs> There's hanging weights from the end of your shaft. No, that will not lead to anything good. And uh, there's having a surgeon snip his suspensory ligament, which mm-hmm. promised an additional inch or so and could lead to wobblier erections. No. You know this one? You know about the suspensory ligament? Uh, I've heard of. Uh, of I don't that, know about any of this. I googled it. I, you're it, welcome. It, it, it's not. It's not worth it. It's okay. So at Suspensory. the top of your dick, where you, Daniel's already making faces. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I've got it out right here under the table. I'm, 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 I'm playing along. <laughs> so, so your suspensory ligament is at the top of the penis, where it joins the body, mm-hmm. and uh, it kind of like the head. Yeah. Right. The head. The head what of up? your dick joins your body. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm thinking of the wrong ligament. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. What? It's not the vein. <laughs> it's <right>. not that. No. <laughs> Cut that bitch. So it's <laughs> not that. It's it's what like, like if this is your body and the dick's hanging, right? Okay. It's what keeps it hanging like this and not like this. Uh, so it like holds it up at the base a little bit. Okay. Um, So you would just cut that and then you would get a little more length because more of your penis is hanging out of your body. What? That's, that's just aesthetic. Yep. I mean, so correct me if I'm wrong, but like the pleasure center in most women is not like more than like. No, it's right in there. It's, like it's not. Yeah, it's like, like what three, three, an inch or two, like in maybe if yeah, that. It's, not, it's like a, 
<laughs> Stop me. <laughs> so um, it wasn't until the spring of 2019 when Mick was 36 that he came across something appealing. A silicone implant shaped like a hot dog bun that could be inserted just under the skin of the penis to increase its girth and flaccid length. I, so, do you, I feel like this is more of like a mental issue than a I think penis it is. Issue, it's a self-esteem right? issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, yeah. mental issue. Yeah, yeah so. it's, it's yeah. like yeah. you're conditioned, like Ali said, by porn that you have to be like this. And this guy, obviously, his, his thing is in porn, a lot of actresses are like, oh, you're so big. You're so deep inside of me. Right. And he's never heard that before. So now he thinks that there's something wrong with him. Yeah. Or he has heard know. it, and he's like, "Don't lie." Yeah, yeah. So, Porn is like really fucking up a lot of. It is. Like, yeah, it's a, like any interaction between yes. or any yeah. intimate interactions yeah. between the ex- people. The, the, it's in, people in general. It's fuck. an unrealistic expectation. Yeah. For both anyway, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta let Allie yeah, keep we'll going. Yeah, we'll yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're I, good. I'm doing. You're good. I'm doing a bad uh, job. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot in this. The device is called the Panuma. It has been invented by James Ellis. A urologist who was described on TMZ as the Thomas Edison of penis surgery. Go away. Basic operations, 15 grand. That was, uh, Mick also added in a pair of discounted testicular implants at seven grand more. For what? Jesus. Like you just want big balls? What? And it never really gets into like those don't seem to do anything. No, they don't. Like, they don't start, it just, well, I mean, like, they do. Like the real balls. Yeah, do, sure, but, but the implants. I mean, aren't <laughs> yeah. giving you anything other than bigger balls? I don't understand. I don't understand this. No, no. Okay. Um, Ellis strode in, directed Mick to drop his pants, and rolled Mick's scrotal sack appraisingly through his fingers. As though it were a piece of fruit at a market stall. Hmm. Dude, Jeez. I love the way this author writes. Yeah, this, right? this journalist is insane. It's so good. The surgeon clicked open a briefcase containing three translucent sheaths because Mick wanted to see the implant before it was put inside him. Mm. They come in three sizes large, extra large, and extra, extra large. Of course he chose the biggest. <laughs> well, but like what? No, no, I'm not saying that, that like. No, I'm just saying if there's only three sizes. It can't start at large. No. <laughs> oh, that's small, a good point. Large. Small, yeah. medium, large. Yeah, yeah. but, but the nobody's going to want the small. It, exactly. Yeah. That's the thing is it's like, oh, oh, oh you went for the small? Yeah. You, you were oh, going so you for really a peanut? Want a big dick? Yeah. Oh, so you want a small big dick? Small <laughs> big dick. <laughs> so the device felt stiff to mixed touch, but Ellis told him that over time it would soften to the consistency of a gummy bear. Mm-hmm. You love what? to hear that. You love to hear it. The consultation lasted about five minutes, Mick recalled. He signed a stack of consent forms and releases, including one that said his consultation had lasted more than an hour. No. Okay. If you go to the doctor and your consultation lasts five minutes, there's a problem. Yep. And you signed something saying it lasted more than an yeah, hour? No. Nope, no. 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 Turns out this doctor's not the best. Mm, yeah. The operation took place the same morning. What? In an outpatient clinic up the street. <laughs> Just up the street. Yep. So hop on <laughs> over there and get your dick embiggened. Embiggened. <laughs> God, God. What, why are, do we have the best like fucking show titles for fucking we untethers? We do. We're going to have a lot through this. All right. Embiggened, so, number one. Mick got his dick job and he uh, spent the next five days. Hang in, on. Is this Mick with the dick? Well, now it's Mick with the dick. <laughs> uh, okay. He spent he, the next five previously days. Had, it was previously Mick with a big clip. Oh, I oh. thought it was Mick No Dick. No, oh, okay. 
Dickless Mick. Dickless Mick. <laughs> Show title. Damn it. Damn it. So he spent the next five days alone on his back, his penis mummy wrapped in gauze. Morning erections were excruciating. Sharp jolts seized his crotch whenever he peed, which he could only do by leaning over the bathtub. Oh, I don't like this at all. Mm-mm. He thought there'd be some discomfort, but uh, when he changed his gauze, he was startled to see the corners of the implant protruding from under 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 the skin, like a misplaced bone. No. What? So uh, he gets back home. He also, he uh, told his long-term boyfriend that he had a work trip and yep. went and did this mm-hmm. on his own. So he gets back home. Um, the Panuma's edges continued to jut out, particularly on the right side. Testicular implants looked fine. He didn't tell his boyfriend about the operation because that would just make it more real, and he didn't want to entertain the idea that maybe he made a mistake. Oh, Wait, so you just got bigger overnight? How do you, yeah, right. No, but also, why does your junk look so different, and yeah. why is it wrapped in gauze? Like, yep. I mean, like, dude, even like, and why are you being so like weird? And like, when why I do you have to it? lean over the toilet to pee and shit? <laughs> like. It's like, right? uh, like there's so many telltale signs. What happened on your work trip? No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So he, uh, he emailed Ellis clinic and the staff urged patients counseling him that he was continuing to heal as we expect. And then he started to lose sensation. Ooh, there it is. Uh, it's been about three weeks and, uh, I'm just kind of concerned about the look of it. As you have seen in the pictures I have sent. Kind of. It's been about 70 days now since the surgery. And, uh, it feels like a shrimp. Uh, like what? Curling? I don't know. I don't know. That's all he said. Was it feels like a shrimp? I don't know if he means the texture. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, honestly, and, and nothing is good his, from that. His nothing. You never want to call it a shrimp. His, yeah. His boyfriend didn't notice. Like he never has, talks about that. There has been no interaction. Yeah. He never talks about that. Hey, we have. You went on this mysterious work trip, and we haven't had sex then, since then. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's up? And you have to like bow to the toilet to pee, and you have <laughs> You're like stuck on that. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, like shit. Yeah. It's like That's a weird I mean, thing. that is a very yeah, yeah. weird. Like you. Okay. He could only do it you, over the bathtub. That's what it said. Was over the bathtub. My God! Okay, but that was sorry. right after. I, again, it doesn't really touch back on the peeing anymore. Gotcha. Uh, I'm so sorry for another email he wrote in December. His surgery was in September. Yeah. But I'm freaking out because I have zero sensitivity in my penis. Mm. Uh, being numb is normal, right? It'll pass, right? No, it's never normal. And they they keep telling him like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's normal. It's fine. It'll come back. Will it? When? Well, well, when? No, but it's it will come back. Asterisk. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, it might. Maybe. But you will never come. God. Yeah. On You'll anyone's never. back. <laughs> oh, okay, so oh. then um, there's some history about urology. I Basically, feel so sorry for the, these people. Like that. It's like that. It's like. God. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep going. Um, but I, this is sad. It talks about the history of urology, which is kind of cool, but not mm-hmm. worth getting into. Um, pretty much. Urology didn't really concern themselves with actual penises until the late 1970s. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, it was just like kidneys and bladder and um, things that come testicles. out. Testicles. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Like they basically thought if you had any kind of penis problem that it was like psychological or whatever it, was, it sounded like. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you, then they start, they get into it in the 1970s and that's around the time this doctor else came into the picture. Mm. Uh, he started thinking that since breast implants were so common in Beverly Hills, why not make an implant for a penis? And other doctors were like, because those aren't the same at all, and this won't work. No. 
And he's like, oh, ye of little faith. There's only so much. Like, you were born with only so much. Even in, like, I know the penis extends a little bit inside of you. And theoretically, there have been people that are well, like, why, do, why can't we pull more from it? You just don't, no, okay? No, it's not made for that. No, just it's, don't. it's, dude, it's made like it's made, yeah. brother. Like, yeah. leave it alone. Yeah, like, it's not. It is. You have to work with what you're working with. And if someone has a problem with it, then don't be with that fucking person. Everybody, yeah. everybody that has an issue with whatever about their own genitalia. And I'm, I'm speaking about males only. Sure. Um, it's the motion of the ocean. It ain't the size of the boat. <laughs> So, <laughs> the old telltale. But it's but time out. It's totally true. Yeah. There are like people that have. I know one really you know a well. Micro penis a owner? micro. Yeah, I I totally do, and he's very happy with his micro penis. Okay. Okay. And I I mean he. Oh my god. Okay, so the FDA requires the pharmaceutical industry to conduct clinical studies of new drugs. So a lot of people assume it's the same for medical device manufacturers. So a loophole known as the 510K process. I don't know if it's 510 or 5. I don't know. The old 510K. 510K. It allows companies (laughs) to. I've run one of those. (laughs) It allows companies to implant untested products in patients as long as they can demonstrate that the devices are substantially equivalent to those already on the market. So, Old Boy informs the FDA. Hot dog bun? Mm hmm. (laughs) Old Boy says to the FDA, my silicone block is comparable to calf and butt implants. And a month later, the FDA cleared the device for the cosmetic correction of soft tissue deformities, and the word penis was not included oh, in its indications shit. for use. Also, calves and butts are not the same sort of critter as a dick. Yeah. They or, don't work the same. Or each other. No, they're pretty different from each other, too. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Not, calves and butt. Yeah. Not the same. No. Nope. <laughs> But they don't, they don't just yep. through the day, like, grow and shrink and do different things and function. Yeah. And also, you can work out both of those things and make them. Yeah, you can't do, like, dick-ups yeah. to get more <laughs> muscle. <laughs> on Speak for yourself. <laughs> Showtime dick-ups. 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 Oh my god! You, you guys have seen that like old like thing that it's like the dude doing push-ups and, and then, then he gets switches to yeah. one. And <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, between dick drunk and dick ups. Oh my oh, god! Holy hell! New anyway. brand. Uh, okay, so now we're switching characters. Uh, this oh, guy no. Brian, who later refers to himself as Ellis' spokes penis. <laughs> huh? Well, spokes penis? No, no, no. The first Your name is a microphone. Brian. No, no. But you said Ellis, the doctor. Oh, okay. The doctor, yeah. And he's spokes penis? This guy is. So he's the spokesperson for... Spokes uh, yeah. I get it. Spokes dick. I yeah. like this. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he was like uh, moderating content on an a online forum called My New Size. You never trust a mod. No. I know, right. So by 2014, the doctor was averaging barely 100 implant surgeries a year. It wasn't until the 2016 GQ article that his device, now named the Panumra, a Panuma, an acronym for Penis New Man, was propelled from the margins to the mainstream. Barely a hundred. Ba- uh, excuse me, barely a hundred. If that's all you're doing, that's not that many. That's a hundred too many. 
Yes. Yes. Dude. I'm, yeah. That's so, a, that's a hundred men that needed therapy. Like yes. Uh, psychological therapy, mm-hmm. not like physical fucking. We'll get to that. Yeah, we okay, will get to okay, that. Okay. But he went from a hundred to about sixty a month. Oh my god! After that GQ article. Yeah. So uh, a few more. Where's he based out of? Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Seven hundred twenty. Is that right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Good. A year. Holy hell. So uh, he got the FDA to explicitly clear his implant for the penile region in 2017. So that first one was in 2004. Oh, fuck, poor guys. The, the, so he was still, yeah, he was the, telling everybody like, oh, it's FDA approved. Yeah. Sure, it is, but not for dicks. Yeah. Like, so now FDA explicitly clears it for the penile region in 2017. Um, oh, they oh they did. They, they eventually did. They cleared did eventually. It. That tells what? you that the FDA only cares about money dude hey yeah i've been preaching this you shit enough since. for it they'll clear it yep um Ugh. blah 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 the cosmetic Disgusting. revolution of the flaccid penis is urology's last frontier uh this uh professor of urology at a university of arkansas said about it all like he's just like bragging about it <laughs> arkansas there's really nothing else to talk about there i mean you're a professor like, of urology so like you right, should yeah. be an expert on it but yeah. I like dicks. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the first Panuma procedure outside of Beverly Hills was in April of 2019, um, kicking off the implant's national expansion. So before that, it was just old boy in Beverly Hills. Mm. Now, the fringe penoplasty fads of the 90s, including primitive fat injections and cadaver skin grafts. No, no, yeah. no. What? No. Old dead dick over here. Yeah. Dead, dead dick Greg. Like, dick. your dead dick's going to turn into a zombie and... Yeah. It's going to get gangrene or some bullshit. Yeah, it's going to mm. fucking get necrotic and shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, like... Now, I know there, your, there are uses for cadaver skin on, like, burn victims and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. That's a burn victim. Yeah. That's not just someone that wants a bigger dick. Yes. Okay. Just just wanted to clear the air on uh, that. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, yes, I'd like a Franken dick. <laughs> he's not using He's dead. Yeah. No, no. Like, I'll take a little bit of his, a little bit of his, a little bit of his. Yeah. Franken dick. <laughs> also, show title. <laughs> again, Frankenstein was the doctor. I'll so. take the monster's dick. <laughs> monster dick. I want a monster, monster dick. That has been done by the doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah true. So, um... You're gonna, you you you're know a doctor it. would name his procedure after himself. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. Break a dick. <laughs> um, so those fads had now been surpassed not just by implants, but also by injectable fillers. What? No. Now, here's, here's the first just glorious sentence of Beads. this whole fucking thing. In Las Vegas, Ed Zimmerman, who trained as a family practitioner, is now known for his proprietary hap penis injections he saw a 69 percent nice jump in enhancement clients after rebranding himself in 2021 2021 as tiktok's dick doc oh no please uh, it's a work of art it's a work of art so 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 you're working us through the uh fucking history of fucking penile implants we're kind of like because yeah. we're kind of like working it, yeah. right it, it will come I back believe. Well, okay. i believe i believe that during the pandemic a lot of men found themselves with a lot of time with their dicks mm-hmm. right so it's true 
2021 came around and they're like, we're out. Oh, mm-hmm. I need something down there. But but at the same time, that's why Pornhub Premium went free. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and again, then everybody's like, look how big those are, though. Yeah. Look at my shrimp. I mean, t- dude, time out. If, if a dude has watched porn and not had that thought... Yeah, that's true. But it's also one of these things that it's like, yeah, you're right. I a rational, per- fuck, a so. rational person is like, yeah. Also, and if you do, cool. you do more research on it, you come to the conclusion that those guys also inject themselves with uh, ED medication directly to the see, vein. See, I don't do research on that because, like, no. I'm just done. By research, I mean watching podcasts uh, on TikTok that with female porn stars that talk about the industry. I know. So, so to be honest with you, uh, do you remember this show, Real Sex? Yes. Yeah. On uh, HBO. HBO. Yeah. That was actually a really, really yeah. fucking fascinating mm-hmm. show. Yeah. And remember Love Line on MTV with yes. Dr. Drew? Like where they Man, would like I, answer. I just dabbled a okay. little bit okay. in that. Who was so that? Who really... was that older lady that did Dr. it? Dr. Ruth. Yeah. She I was awesome. Know. I think she's still around. I think she's still yeah. around. Oh, sure. But I just I I think that that. Sh- I really wish there was more of that. Mm-hmm. Those things are like the you sex know? positivity stuff. Like, yeah. And now we've got Gwyneth Paltrow for that. Yeah. Fuck that. Nobody wants that. And fucking. I mean, I, dick, I would. Take and and what? Paltrow. Dick Doc? Dick What's Doc. his name? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So in. We're back to Mick. Okay. In the paperwork that Mick had initialed on the day of his surgery, a clause said the clinic highly discourages seeking information elsewhere uh-huh. as the information provided can be false, misleading and inaccurate. But one day, Mick opened Google and searched Ellist, Panuma, and Numb. I was looking for people to tell me, oh, yeah, I waited three months, and now everything's fine. I'm very happy. And those people were hard to find. That subreddit was uh, blacked out. Like, they, were, they, were, they were on a blackout. So he found there was a truck driver whose device dug into his pubic bone. and Oh, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. This is what the, the journalist talked to these people. Uh, he told the journalist that he felt like a prisoner in his own body. An executive at an adhesive company hid his newly bulging crotch behind a shopping bag when he was walking his dog, and he began to have nightmares in which he castrated himself. Oh, shit. Wow. A sales specialist at an industrial supply store sent me his diary, which imagined Ellis as the addressee. I wish you would have told me I would lose erect length, he wrote. I wish you would have told me it could shift and pinch my urethra and make it difficult to urinate. Oh, this is making me squirm. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. It but- was tricky to bend over to tie the laces of winter boots. Tricky to slip on a condom. Tricky to sleep in a comfortable position. Tricky to stretch. Tricky to spoon. It makes you look like you're always semi-erect. I couldn't let my kids sit on my lap. Uh, I couldn't jump on the trampoline with them. I felt like a pervert just hugging my kids. And God forbid you get an actual erection because then you have to run and hide it. Uh, it's not good. Uh, but not everybody minded. Uh, Kaylin Strauss, a 35 year old life coach was thrilled by both of the course a fucking life coach comes in. I'm going to let Daniel swallow this gulp before I say, thank you. Yep. Because he was thrilled by his well, restaurant. God, that was a really weird thing. This it was. it was a gulp of beer. Gulp of beer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this bro was thrilled by his restaurant sized pepper mill between his legs. I'm sorry. What? Restaurant sized pepper mill. Of, like it, a, of a dick. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, restaurant size, uh-huh. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Like the big twisty dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Richard Haig Jr., a third, sorry, Richard Haig Jr., a 74-year-old pastor I'm at a Baptist church sorry, in Niagara Falls. What? Said his implant made him feel like a wild stallion. Of course it did. He's 74 years old. I can't get over a preacher publicly talking about his dick implant. Uh, well, it is. Like I'm... Isn't modesty a big Christian thing? Uh, no. My God. Not for the men. No. God. Man. For dozens of Panuma patients who spoke to me, the shock was the the shock of the news was the prelude to graver troubles. Some like Mick lost sensation. Others said they experienced stabbing pains in the shower or during sex. Seroma or excess fluid was not uncommon. Gross couple sentences here, okay? If you okay. don't want to hear gross, skip maybe a minute. Yeah. Um when a defense and intelligence contractor's girlfriend, a registered nurse, aspirated his seroma with a sterile needle, a cup of amber fluid oozed out. Ew. Thank you. That was my face reading it. That was my face reading it. That is so much. Yeah. That is so much. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> the one time that they tried to have sex, she told me, the corners of his implant felt like someone sticking a butter knife inside you. Ah, That's why it's one time. That's yeah. why it's one time. Mm. One and done. No more. No, nope. thank you. Not old sharp dick here. No. <laughs> sharp God. dick. Well, see, that's... That's a th oh man, I'm telling you, if yeah. you can avoid surgeries, exactly. avoid surgeries. Yeah. So like, some implants got infected or detached; others buckled at the corners. If buckled at the corners. Actually, go, if you're still, um, if you came back and you're grossed out, skip another minute or so. <laughs> um, occasionally, these protrusions broke through the skin, forming holes that would fester. The hole of the health spa vice president was so tiny that he originally mistook its fermented odor as an STD. An engineer with gallows humor played me a video of the snorting crunch that his penis um, made when air moved through a hole. He had two holes, and the skin between them eventually eroded so that a corner of the implant emerged pearlescent. Uh, I told you this was a ride. Old dick fart. What in the Fuck. I told you this was a ride. We might have to put like a. Yeah, we'll probably put some. Yeah, yeah. just be like, I, man, this is rough. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> doctors unaffiliated with the Panuma would later compare such penises to a torpedo, a penguin, a, a penguin, a, pe <laughs> a, a pig in a blanket. What? So a flightless bird. <laughs> <laughs> a, pig, a pig in a blanket, a beer nice. can with a mushroom sticking out on the top, and the tipped down nose of the Concorde. What? Do you know what that plane is? No. I put a picture in it so you could click. It uh, looks okay, like. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh no, what? Did it not work? It? Oh no, it's asking me to fucking oh, it's log a notion. in. No, notion. Oh, oh that's no, weird. I. Hang on. No. Am I doing pro public pro publica or? You can do my my notion links got like the Concord picture okay. added, but all um, right, all right, I'll check it out. Yeah, that's Give fine. Me, that's yeah, fine. Keep cruising. Um, let's see. The imperturbable, <laughs> imperturbable assistants at the clinic uh, told patients that they were healing as expected and they're continuing to heal well. And Ellis would sometimes suggest that an upgrade to bigger size would solve their problems. No. 
saying that I do not have access That's to this stupid. page. It told me I could give people. Uh, I'm logged in as uh, my email. I think they changed how stuff works. Oh, now I backed out and yeah, it's not saying. But it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, no, I'll look I think, up. I'll I, look up a Concord. I think they changed how. Um, how linking stuff from Notion works. That's gotcha. Weird. I gotta look at that. Okay. Um, Ellis sometimes told people that an upgrade to a bigger size would resolve their problems. So, like, your dick implant's hurting and it's sharp. Come back. Let me put it. Oh, it's in. like needle-like. <laughs> oh, I was not expecting I that. Know, that's why. <laughs> Yikes. I pointed it out. Holy hell. Um, so Ellis was basically like creeping on stuff online all the time, like stalking, like Google alerts and stuff. Mm -hmm. He tracked his own mention on fallow boards. Oh, of course. (laughs) Of course he did. And Thunder's place, uh, other online forums for male enhancement, uh, basically telling the mods that they had to stop harboring defamatory statements. Jesus. He offered a fallow boards user after an abscess had formed. $5,000 to delete his posts about the procedure and release the clinic from liability, according to a settlement agreement that this journalist reviewed. Just five grand? No. Seriously, dude, five grand is a drop in the bucket for, like, messing up my dick. Yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. A new a new dick has appeared. Emmanuel Jackson, then twenty six, was a model who had grown up in foster homes outside of Boston. He won a free Panuma in a contest in twenty thirteen as part of a marketing campaign involving the master the rapper Master P. What? Oh, Master P. <laughs> like, what a time. What a weird... Jesus, dude. Uh, Jackson didn't find the other guys online until 2018, around the time that a doctor at the Cleveland Clinic told him his implant had fractured into pieces that no! were floating under his skin. Yikes, dude. Medical what records show that fuck? not long after the fragments were removed, Jackson attempted suicide. Uh, dude. He wasn't successful, I hope. No, he uh, attempted. attempted. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, he he's, like, in a picture for this. Okay, okay. Um... So then this other doctor, a plastic surgeon named Mark Solomon, sounds to be a good guy if there are good guys in this. Uh, he, he never imagined that one day nearly half his male practice would involve fixing the handiwork of other practitioners. Mm. He was doing so much business repairing Panuma complications that he relocated his practice from Philadelphia to an office down the street from Ellis Clinic in wow. Beverly Hills. That's how you know. So they'd basically up. walk out of that one, get whatever, realize that it was fucked, and then go to it's his. It's like having probably the, take him a little bit, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like, it's like having the marriage license office right next to the divorce. The divorce, yeah, yeah no <laughs> shit, dude. So as the number of Panuma Jeez. procedures increased, a cottage industry emerged to treat what Solomon describes as a new class of penile cripples. Oh no, you hate to see it. And you. You gotta kind of feel sorry for these. I do. Some of these I do. Dudes. I do. It's like I mean, like man, because this is not. Yeah. No. This is so much deeper, in my opinion, just, than like. Yeah. Just as a general question, are we going to get into the psychology behind? A little bit. Okay, okay. Yeah, it does, and a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, when a foreign object is placed in the body, the body reacts by forming an envelope of tissue around it in the penis, a retractable organ. I never thought about it like that. Uh, this new tissue can distort shape well, and mobility. Well, it depends, I guess, if you're a grower or a shower. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm choking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm choding. <laughs> choding. <laughs> uh, 
This can cause uh, the penis to shorten and curve. This disfigurement can be exacerbated if the penuma is removed since the penis can contract to seal up the vacuum of space, a phenomenon that patients have called the mini-dick or dicklet phase. Mm. And is that, is the penuma the, the thing on the top, you said, that like releases it to come out a little bit no, more? The no, the penuma is, is this device. device. Is the device. Is the oh, okay, thing. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, that was just mentioned quickly. Yeah, that's not really used much. Um, Some men engage in an elaborate penile rehab regimen. Solomon directs his, after after getting it removed, Solomon directs his patients to wear a condom with a metal weight at its tip six hours a day. Oh, no. Six hours a day? Six fucking hours? What What are you supposed to be doing? During that, it's, it's like, like you're like you're in this Zoom meeting and well, you're just like well, huffing and puffing. You, you, you could use you could use fish uh, fish line weights. Put it in there. Six pounds. Oh, six pounds. No, no six, six hours, hours a day. Oh, six. It's still a lot. It's still, still a, lot a lot. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm like conflating all sorts of like things that Allie's telling us so sorry you're very distressed no like honestly this is very disturbing to me because I just like I can't imagine doing anything other than using it great imagine this other doctors (laughs) who remove the device prescribe restore x a contraption whose painful clamp and extension rods its users compare Mm -hmm. to a medieval rack Mm -hmm. what I've actually seen pictures of uh, pictures of this thing on, Larry, what the fuck? Like for the dick mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> fuck, man. For this thing or for like like some sort of like chastity type thing? It, well, I guess it could be both. No, it's called the rack. Not that. This is not torture that. device thing. Yeah. So it kind of looks like. Uh, the, the I mean, I just, yeah. I just described what it looks yeah, like, yeah. but like, I don't think you've seen so this. Base and then, right? and then yeah. <laughs> Pretty much that, yeah. <laughs> Get over here and let me draw and quarter your dick, daddy. Yeah. Oof. I mean, no. <laughs> I was about to say yeah, but no. <laughs> Before removing Mick's implant in May of 2022, Walsh ordered an MRI, which suggested that the device was impinging on the nerves and arteries at the head of his penis. Mm. Walsh also sent Mick to a neurologist who, after prodding Mick's shaft with a sharp metal tool, declared the glands to have lost total sensation. Mm. No. Poking you with a metal stick. It's not worth it. The challenge of removing a penumra, a penuma, Walsh told Mick, can lie in the detachment of a rectangular piece of mesh from the tip of the penis. Mesh prompts the body to create scar tissue, which binds together everything in its vicinity to help the implant adhere Panuma doctors stitched some near the head in an area dense with arborized nerves and blood vessels. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, he's we're, like, why we're talking would about, anyone put this in we, there? Well, and we're talking about literally such a sensitive yes. part of your body yes. that it's like, dude, any, you don't want scar tissue in no, there. Anything you're going to fuck with nerves, yeah. dude, period. Like, <gasps> It's been hypothesized that a larger penis... Can, this is more of the psychology. Yeah, okay. Tell, I'm listening now because you said larger penis. <laughs> it's been I hy- need to know what I'm working with. It's been no, hypothesized... I It's been hypothesized... Oh, the He always sneaks in. It's been hypothesized that a lar- longer penis confers an evolutionary edge in launching the reproductive payload into the vaginal canal. Um, What? 
Did you say payload? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll drop this payload all up on you. Dude, I know. You want this I, payload, baby? I know, I know what my dirty Play talk's going to be next time. Call it hey, baby, brace yourself. I'm coming with the whole payload. I'm so sorry I just got to a any, fucking airdrop. I'm any, airdrop any significant other of a tether listener, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Okay, uh, as another journalist, David Friedman, recounts in A Mind of Its Own, a cultural history of the male sex organ, some primatologists who have seen male apes brandish their general genitals during a fight have posited that its purpose, if any, is simpler to impress and intimidate rivals. Honestly, Larry and I have only done that two or three times. <laughs> and you want to square I, up? Here's my dick. I want to. I want to point out to the listeners as soon as we you just, like as soon as you said that sentence, both both of us looked at each other. Yeah, and we started beating our chests and like grabbing at our crotches. It was weird, dude. I don't know. It was like some primitive thing. <laughs> uh, they talk about Freud for a little bit, and then it says uh, a clinical professor of urology at the University of Alabama, John oh, Mulcahy put it that it's more of a locker room thing than a bedroom thing. That sounds like Alabama uh, So, talk. like, it's just Arizona? <laughs> you said, I thought you said Alabama. I didn't. Oh. Started with a day. Doesn't matter. <laughs> sure, my bad. You're, like, so obsessed about where these guys I are. I know. It's so weird. <laughs> Wait, it, where's the threat? Where's the threat? <laughs> it, it seems like this whole thing is just about how your dick looks. Yeah. Well, not about the, whether it even it works. works. Yeah, but th- and that's that's what's so fascinating is like we've gotten into this like world of just people being so fucking tuned in to yeah. lo- like looking a certain yeah, yeah like just looking a certain way and it's yeah. like well I mean like have you thought about like character or have you thought about like whatever in this uh, you know it's like well. Have you thought about if they're a good lover? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. or you know, like if they know how to really actually get you off versus mm-hmm. like yeah. they just have a fucking Are they just big, there for them? Yeah. yeah. Or a fat dick or whatever, you know? It's just fat like dick. fat, yeah. One of them fat jocks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so surgeons continually emphasize the implanters with pride and the explanters with dismay that mm. most of the men they were seeing had been of at least average size before going under the knife. The fuck? Most don't have anything physically wrong with them, so what they don't need are vultures preying on them, which is almost always a disaster. Like, so, the research uh, from a literature review... But this is like, this is kind of, in my opinion, kind of along the same lines that it's like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, I know that you're only like whatever, mid 30s or whatever, mm-hmm. but you got some like crow's feet and yes. like you got some blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. let's hit you with a little Botox and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, no, how about we don't do that? Yeah. Because it's like, dude, if it's you okay to age. Exactly. Like, it's like, my God. It's actually human and normal. Yes. <laughs> and like, honestly, if you. In my opinion, if you don't like find that attractive, like as yeah. you're aging and stuff, I mean, there's obviously we're always going to look at younger people and be like, oh my god, sure. they're they're more attractive sure. because they're younger, or yeah. whatever, you yeah. know. But it's like, dude, if oh my god, this. But if you're 50 and you look 22, it's weird. It's fucking. It's weird. No, it's beyond weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude. We found out, Megan and I found out the age of somebody recently, and I can't remember who it was, nor would I name him. Right. But, um, 
But it was one of these things that were like, really? Really? Like, and... They it, look older or younger? They looked younger, right. but like... Is it because of enhancements? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, it was like... You could tell that yeah. it was like you could tell it, Botox, but it was like fillers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, like why? Well, I feel sad for them yeah. to be honest, and with it doesn't you. make you any actually younger. No, like, yeah. like you're still gonna feel your age. Yeah, you're just gonna look like weird. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. as and and the more you pump into it and like go into it, God, dude. Yeah, don't do it, guys. Don't do it. I'm telling you. So um, Embrace it. the research showed that men dissatisfied with their penises respond well to educational counseling about the average size, hey. which is 3.6 inches long when flaccid and 5.2 erect. Oh, man. Average I, girth. Wait, hang on. Let me get Tom Megan. <laughs> the, average, the average girth is 3.5 inches flaccid and 4.6 inches erect. Um, for men who have an excessive and distorted preoccupation with the appearance of their genitals, a form of body dysmorphic disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this doctor said that cognitive behavioral therapy and medications may also be necessary. So it pretty much sounds like Panuma says that they do these things, but But most of the patients that this journalist talked to didn't get referred to a therapist. Well, it's probably one of these situations that they're like, do you want therapy? And they're like, no, I don't. I just want the implant. And they and can like, tech, okay, we offered yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or I, something along this yeah. line. I feel like Sorry, the Larry. solution to this, no, you're okay. Uh, I feel like the solution to this is kind of, should be regulated kind of like medication, normal medication, where like you yeah. have to be referred by a doctor. Well, and you need that. you need to go through some kind so, of counseling. Yeah, the steps, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, because it's like, dude. Like there's waiting periods for abortion in a lot of states. Why is there not a waiting period for this huge surgery Absol- with a lot of dude, possible issues? Body modification, yeah. period. There should be a waiting period. There should be required counseling prior to. I don't give a fuck what it's for, period. Like, I, well... Uh, Cancer. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm sorry. I, that was a blanket statement. Like but you know, cosmetic. How about this? Yeah. Cosmetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cosmetic yeah. body modification. Yeah. Then it's like, dude, like there should be a waiting period. There should be counseling. There should be like, there should be things that you have to tick the boxes legitimately. Mm. Yeah. But the problem is, is dude, you've got physicians out there that they don't, they're willing. Well, and they're willing to tick the boxes. Yep. Even though. Yep. Just because they want to make the money. So so now but we've got anyway. some competition. Oof. So right. just before the pandemic, Ellis got a Google alert for oh, penile implant. Oh, I thought you were talking implant. about Tether. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Ellis received a Google alert for penile implant, and he noticed something strange. A Houston urologist, Robert Cornell, had been issued a patent for the Augmenta, a device that bore an uncanny resemblance to his own. The previous year, that guy had come and asked to learn about the Panuma expeditiously, mm. saying that he saw a real opportunity to explain, expand the level of service that he offered to patients. Nice. So, Run Wang, what no. an ominous name. No. I know, I know. A Panuma board member and a professor at the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston had cautioned Ellis that Cornell could be a bit of a snake. Um, in 2020, Ellis and his company sued Cornell, alleging that his visit to Beverly Hills was a ruse to steal trade secrets. Later that year, when Ellis discovered that Wang was listed as the Augmenta CEO and had assisted the penile startup with its cadaver studies, mm. Ellis and his company added Wang as a party to the suit. 
When deposed, Cornell said that he'd talked to Ellis about marketing strategies, not proprietary specifics, and that his invention had been spurred by potential hazards he'd observed during the surgeries, particularly the use of mesh. Augmenta's team endeavored to put the safety record of the Panuma on trial, securing Ellis' confirmation and deposition that 20% of the patients in his 2018 study, so 20% of the patients in this study they did, had reported at least one adverse post-surgical event. That's a lot of complications. A fuck ton. Yeah. That's a high percentage, man. Then we've got another legendary named Foster Johnson. <laughs> God damn it. These are... I know. They're like not. What? They're not. I looked them up. They're real. They're real names for real. How are all these people migrating to like penile <laughs> dysfunction well, they shit? Well, they were named for it. So, I mean, you got it. <laughs> That's a good point. So, Foster Johnson was one of the Augmenta His attorneys. His Richard Johnson, and he's the number one CEO of Dick... Extender, you know, or whatever. <laughs> so Foster Johnson is an attorney for Augmenta, and he tracked down some of the patients who'd posted horror stories online. He talked to Mick. Yeah. A year had passed since Mick's explant, and he'd entered a serious depression. He was originally six and a half inches erect, and he had lost an inch of length. Dude, Whenever he caught sight of himself in the mirror, six and he a was, half. yeah. Right. Um, I'm happy with my three and a half. <laughs> he, he felt desperate whenever he saw himself in the mirror. Take this man's mirrors. Take this man's mirrors. Mm. You I can have one like shoulder height mirror <laughs> to shave your face in. That's it. You, you know, it's really funny. And, and like, this is a complete aside to this. So at, uh, at Finn's Taekwondo class, they have mirrors because they're, they're supposed sure. to be like punching, like, like in ballet toward, or a dance toward, or anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, ben gets fixated on himself. Yeah. Because we don't have mirrors in our house. Yeah. Other than like in the, the bathroom. bathrooms, yeah. kind of thing, and like it, he, it's so weird. And I'm like, because I, I don't. The only time I'm looking at myself in the mirror is when I'm brushing my teeth. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. You know. Sure. Well, oh, I don't. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I guess I trim. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's it's just so weird because I think it weirds him out to, like, be able to see himself, like, full-length mirror kind of thing. Anyway, it was just... Yeah, it's just wild to think that, like, people, God, get so fixated that, like, they have these full-length mirrors that they're, like, measuring dick lengths and shit, yeah. you know? I, I don't, I just don't get it, but anyway. Um, we're getting close to the end, I swear. No, you're good. This is a long article. Yeah. Um, uh, so not like these men's not penises. Not like these poor guys, not <laughs> after their explant. Um, so whenever Mick caught sight of himself in the mirror, he felt desperate. So did other post-removal patients. An FBI agent in his early 30s said that he was afraid he would never date again, let alone start a family, because his penis had shrunk to a stub. A Hollywood executive who had undergone multiple surgeries with Ellis told me, it's like he also snipped the possibility of intimacy away from me. Mm. That defense and intelligence contractor with the with the drainage, yeah. uh, he had traveled the country to <sighs> consult six reconstructive surgeries. He tucked a Glock in his waistband before one appointment, thinking he might kill himself if the doctor couldn't help. Damn. Like, these guys are struggling, man. Mm. You know, like... Yeah. <sighs> So, skipping ahead a little bit. Um, yep. Recently, the Panuma pro- procedure evolved again. Ellis had got rid of that vexing patch of mesh, and the company was shipping out a new model. He invited me, the journalist, to shadow him as he implanted it. 
This is the part where I put my note saying, do you guys want to hear about the actual surgery? Yes. Yeah, so, of course. again, as a warning, it's kind of ripe for a minute. Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 so this is, uh, this is just surgical talk. It's just not, it's, uh, it's, it's not fun. So if you're weak of stomach, it's not for you. Um, so the first operation of the day was complete. Ellis was in a giddy, expansive mood. As his next patient was put under, under anesthesia, Ellis sat behind an imposing desk in a borrowed office and spoke about his forthcoming book. He's put a couple books out already before mm. this. This one is a collection of parables for spiritually minded surgeons titled Operating with God. Mm, no. His ghostwriter had rendered his voice so skillfully, he said, that he'd found himself moved to tears while reading it. Mm. This guy jerks off in front of a mirror. Yeah. You cannot tell yeah. me this Dude, is not a narcissist. Dude, we're talking about American Psycho, whatever whatever his name was in American Psycho. Patrick Bateman. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. We <clears throat> fucking are. Yeah. <sighs> as I stare at yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. The surgery, which Ellis said was supposed to take approximately 35 minutes, lasted twice as long. A surgical technician had covered the patient's body in sheets until only his penis, gleaming beneath an overhead lamp, was visible. And the picture of that, I just, can you imagine, like, the... With a purple marker, Ellis drew a dotted line close to where the scrotum met the shaft. A clamp pulled the skin taut, and he began to cut along the line. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for reading you this. The scrotal skin gave easily like something ripe. And a few seconds later, the man on the table let out a high pitched sound. Are we, are we doing sound effects? Nice. <laughs> I guess. Cool. To stop the bleeding, Ellis applied a cautery pencil that beeped each time it singed the skin, giving off smoke and a whiff of burned flesh. Alternating between his cautery tool and a pair of scissors... He deepened the incision centimeter by centimeter, revealing the chalky tissue underneath until he approached the pubic bone. Oh! Then in a stage known as degloving. That's one of my least favorite words. Yep. He took his glove. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, like a finger. This is metaphorically speaking. In a stage known as degloving, he began to flip the penis inside out through the hole he'd created at its base. I wish I wish we had video of y'all's faces because I oh this is I'm my like, third time reading I'm this article. Literally, I don't. You can't see under the table. I'm sure, but I'm protecting myself. I'm sure. I'm sure because like I keep closing my eyes and I see it. Uh huh. So so wearing the marbled interior flesh around his fingers. He trimmed the soft tissue and cauterized a series of superficial blood vessels, speckling the interior of the shaft with dark dots. For a few moments, a quivering red sphere popped up like a jellyfish surfacing at sea. An inverted testicle, he explained. Uh, what? Mm -hmm. No. So a nurse unwrapped an extra large implant from its box. Reminder, that's the middle size. Uh -huh. Handed that to Ellis, who used it's got her a scissors. Headache. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he used scissors to smooth its top corners. Why doesn't it come smooth? Why is it not? <laughs> yeah, he, I'm still, yeah, I'm uh, still not understanding that either. Why like, is there anything sharp getting input? Mm. Everything is smooth down there. Right. 
everything that should be put in even if it's when a penile it's, implant even when it's should hard, be smooth. You don't want it sharp. Should be no. cylindrical, like just yeah. everything and just like everything smooth, yeah. everything just rounded. like rounded. good and yeah. easy yeah. and. No one wants sharp. No. <sighs> so, um, give me he, a sharp dick. He began to sew the implant into the inverted penis, and he asked his surgical tech to tie a double lateral knot. He barked the word lateral several times, and then he sighed. She's never seen this procedure, he told me. What the fuck? Can you get, could you maybe teach her a little better first time? She's never seen this procedure. He asked for wet gauze a few minutes later, and she handed him a piece they had discarded. Mm-hmm. You know that it's dirty. It was on the skin, and you bring it to me? What? Yeah. Something tells me that this is normal practice. And yes. Just because there's, there's a reporter there, he's, like, calling it out. Like... And she said, you know, he kept, like, chiding his tech for being a troublemaker. She mm-hmm. handed him the wrong size of sutures, an unnecessary needle, the wrong end of the drain, the wrong kind of scissors. It felt like watching the stumble through of a student ensemble. Mm. So Ellis cauterized more tissue by the pubic bone to make sure the implant would fit there. And as this, <laughs> as this patient's <laughs> breath rose into a moan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> regloved the penis with the panuma tucked under its skin. <laughs> Too long, he decided, so he slid the implant out partway and snipped a bit off the bottom. <laughs> and then he pushed it into the shaft, wagging it back and forth. <laughs> that sound. Okay. Okay, he said. I just sound so, okay, he said it was done. The patient had arrived that morning average sized, four inches in length and four inches by girth, and now he was six by five. Later. Wait, wait his, his penis was six inches by five inches? Girth. Around, not diameter. Okay, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck did he just implant? I thought you guys were going to have more questions earlier when I mentioned the girth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Isn't that a joke? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hang on, stop me when I'm right. No, no I'm just kidding. It's a whole two by four. Oh, in <laughs> and so Ellis, uh, through his spokesperson later, said that that patient's outcome was excellent. Oh, was it? <laughs> of course it did. So the, the the tech was fired, but the patient outcome was excellent. God, except for the dirty gauze we ended up sewing in there. I don't yeah, know exactly. Um, so Ellis also likes to talk some shit. Okay, of course. Yeah, he said that some of his unscrupulous rivals reminded him of. I don't know if you guys have heard of this guy, Joseph Mengele. Oh, you guys heard of him? Oh, the Nazi. Uh, so, so I think it's pronounced na- Nazis. Nazis. He worked with a company called Nazi. Nazi. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, uh, for the uninitiated, Mengele was a terrible Nazi doctor who did really awful. Experiments that killed people at the worst shit I've ever heard about. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm reading all this and I have a very hard time reading stuff about Mink Love. Yeah. Um so then um sections of his website and a book that he self-published in 2015 called A Matter of Size are devoted to chronicling the macabre compilations that can result from skin grafts and fat injections to the penis. Turns out that a decade before the Panuma came into being, Ellis had been a part of a coterie in L.A. of surgeons promoting those exact methods. Wow. And this stuff was covered in Hustler, Penthouse, Penis Power Quarterly. I'm sorry, what? Huh? Penis Power Quarterly? 
Hang on. Is that like... <laughs> no, I think that you can... Is this you can your get, normal subscription? Yeah, yeah. Well, no. It, so it's really funny. Like, I signed up for Nintendo Power, uh-huh. and they actually gave me uh, <laughs> penis uh, power yeah, a saying? complimentary uh, subscription for Penis Power. That's good, so, that's good. Yeah, it was cool. I can get my Nintendo hacks and my penis hacks. Oh, shit. So. You want your penis hacked? I got you a doctor. <laughs> Um, one ad in Korean for the surgery center where he operated sounded a familiar note, promising life-changing procedure with uh, no complications and guaranteed results. Mm. Like, you've no. just been saying the same shit and changing what you're doing. So Dude. he's had at least 23 malpractice lawsuits filed against him in L.A. since 93. Um, it's not unusual. You've been a doctor practicing for more than 40 years, Okay. Um, three men alleged that they had been asked to sign consent forms after being injected with Demerol, a fast acting narcotic, mm, a number, uh, <laughs> put you under, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, a number of foreign, It'll get it done. Yeah. <laughs> a number of foreign born patients seeking treatment for erectile dysfunction alleged that they were given forms in English that they couldn't read. <sighs> and some of those same patients who said they thought that they were undergoing a vein cleaning procedure. And they alleged that they woke from surgery to find themselves implanted with a penile prosthesis for erectile dysfunction. Mm. This is not what I thought I signed up for. No, like, not at all. Holy God. shit. And again, like, these are allegations. Like, there's it's just, but like. Damn. Then. Well, I mean, yeah. they're allegations, but I feel but when like there's we so can. Many, yeah. And plus, it's like. When you hear at least one of the stories that it's like, yeah, uh, you know, okay. yeah, yeah, allegations, we'll yeah. go with that. <laughs> uh, all nine of the deeply satisfied Panuma patients that I spoke to, several of those on the recommendation of Ellis and his associates, said that they would do it again. Um, but hearing some of their stories, I found myself wondering whether the difference between happy and unhappy customers was less a matter of experience than of its interpretation. Two men said they had needed a second surgery to replace their implants when complications arose. Mm-hmm. And one continued to volunteer as a patient advocate, even though he'd had his extra, extra large removed. He explained, it was very uncomfortable for my wife. She was getting micro tears and was considering getting a procedure done to enlarge that opening. Like, bro, I, you can't like, why did you do it? Mm. No, that doesn't make any sense. No. Okay. Ugh. Almost the end. No, you're good. Okay. <laughs> I know. No, I'm like, like honestly, like honestly, it is fascinating. It's not. It's not me that needs to break. It's little me that <laughs> needs to break. Because, like, honestly, I've been gripping it white knuckled this entire time, and he needs to break. <laughs> I don't even have one, and I was squirming reading this yeah. story. So, Ugh. in April of this year, Mick received a letter from the office of the California's Attorney General notifying him of a hearing this coming October on Ellis's conduct. Mm. Um, the medical board had investigated the surgeon's treatment of 10 other Panuma patients, including that contest winner and other men that this journalist interviewed. Alleging gross negligence and incompetence, the board accused Ellis of, among other lapses, recommending that patients treat what appeared to be post-op infections with Neosporin, aloe vera, and a blood flow ointment, asking them to remove their own sutures, no, and deterring them from seeking outside medical care. Red flag. How many red flags can I throw out? Right? right? There's Dude, so no, many. it is insane. Um, Mick said in the three years since his Panuma removal, he estimates that he's regained about 80% of the sensation in his penis, 
but his anger and his sense of powerlessness have remained. Mm. In one of his last emails to Ellis' office, he wrote that he felt like a testing mouse. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. You know, like... Dude, I, I, how can you not feel yeah. like that? Jeez. Um, in June, the company rebranded. Mm. They have a new name. It's not Panuma. It's the Him Plant. No, I'm done. This, the that's Him Plant. The Him Plant. Jeez, dude. Um, but in this June, um, June Another 6th, dude, June but. 16th, no, I'm just kidding. The, uh, the, the case against the dude that they said stole his thing. Yeah. Um, the jury returned a verdict in Ellis's favor and invalidated Cornell's patents. Gotcha. So Brian, the former spokespenis, mm-hmm. um, he met up with this, this journalist. <laughs> This guy's, this, guy's, <laughs> this guy's fucking story, dude. Um, this spring, he was released from prison, where he had served time for participating in a car theft ring that a prosecutor described as highly sophisticated, and that Brian described to me as just a matter of incorrectly filled out paperwork. What? That, happens to the best of us, you know? That sounds like Fargo shit. <laughs> if, if anybody's ever seen that, they'll understand. So, uh, when, anyway. when he returned home, he got back to me, or he got back into the enlargement scene. He now the works. Enlargement scene. He Show now title. he now works as a patient, a, a paid patient advocate for Solomon. Paid. Who was yeah. Wow. Uh, but that Solomon is the the good guy that's doing the explants. Yeah. Oh, oh gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um. So he fields inquiries from men struggling with the fallout from unsatisfactory operations. The week before we met, Brian had spent hours on the phone with Kevin. That's a guy's middle name, mm-hmm. who's an aspiring actor. Kevin had said that he had undergone five surgeries with Ellis, nope. including two upgrades, a revision, and a removal, and that his penis no longer functioned. And still, Kevin had found the surgeon to always be caring. He was a little preoccupied. He reminded me of Dr. Frankenstein. The intensity oh. of him. I know, that's, I was like, hold on. The <laughs> intensity of him wanting this thing to come to life, Kevin uh. told me. It sounded strange, he acknowledged, but before each operation, he'd been filled with excitement. You just feel relieved that you're fixing something, he said. Dude, you broke your dick. It, you mm-hmm. five... Sur- uh. At an appointment earlier this year, Kevin said, Ellis promised to fix him again with a sixth procedure, but one of the surgeon's assistants discreetly advised him against it. Not good. Kevin thought that he could spot the other experiments, in his words in the clinic from their loose fitting sweatpants and the awkward way that they walked. There were so many men waiting to see the doctor that they spilled into the hallway. What? What? That's your article. Fuck dude. God damn. You're so welcome. (sighs) No, I'm going to have nightmares. Like honestly, I'm going to see a bunch of, we're going to come up with something to torture you with next, (laughs) next untethered. Holy hell, dude. Dude, what a ride, right? Like, my God. Well, okay. Lessons learned. Don't fuck with your body unless it, it's absolutely medically necessary. Also, listen to your body. It rejects yes. shit for a reason. Yes. And be happy with what you are given, man. I promise. It it defeats the shit out of, like, yeah. this. Oh, my God. And, dude, people do not care that much. No, no. they don't. They just don't. They don't. Like... I promise, mm. Megan. Megan doesn't care. 
I would just, I, I, if it came down to like either I've got to go get surgery to get my dick fixed or uh, we just don't have any more sex, I would be like, we can, we can just call it, I guess. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to go, like, have you read about this guy? Oh <laughs> like, my God. God, dude. You, <sighs> Mm. Uh huh. Mm. So hey, if you listen this far, I Holy love you. Hell. I'm sorry. You're welcome. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. And we're sorry? Question mark. Man, <laughs> I just I love I love a deep dive, dude. I was I was like three or four paragraphs into this, and I was like, this is it. This is it. We're I'm just we're that is so gnarly. Yeah, Joey found it. Ah, Joey, yep. not a listener, nope, but listen. should be. We need to come up with people that, uh, a word for someone that contributes but doesn't listen. We already listen. did. Correspondence. Last, last week. Oh. Yeah, but we were more talking about like JD and Wes oh, and okay. Matt. Yeah. Okay. But it's, yeah. it's specifically someone that like tries to. Uh, ghost correspondent. Ghost correspondent. Okay, that's pretty good. Correspondent. Ghost correspondent. Sure. All right, well, I don't know about you guys, but I need to log off <laughs> because I am beat. Holy shit. I am so sorry, but you can't yeah. tell me it wasn't interesting. It was, it was very interesting, was but right. like literally. But also, please, can we never is, talk about it, it is, again? It almost made my crotch ache uh-huh. because I can't imagine that those things being done to my penis. No. And I had to look at Larry and not you. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, but like, Dude. it is literally one of those things that like, holy shit. Yeah. I can't imagine having no feeling in my penis. I can't imagine going like, back to the same doctor. Six you, times. You botched my shit. I'll let you try to fix yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, six times the charm. God, dude. Like, isn't that what? how the, the the saying? Like, come on, guys. Isn't that how the saying goes? I don't think that's how it goes. All right. Well, let us know what you guys thought about Untethered 97. I'll let you know how I, or what I thought Fine, about it. I it. Ouch. So, <laughs> um, and, uh. You can shoot all of your grievances to tetherradio at gmail.com. That's T-E-T-H-E-R-R-A-D-A. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's, I think that's one of the first times I've ever fucked that up. <laughs> T-H-T-O. It's in your T-E-T-H-E-R-R-A-D-I-O at gmail.com. Holy hell. Like, all this dick talk, man. <laughs> dick talk. You know? Holy hell. Man. I know. That is I'm, just insane. What dude. a find, though, huh? Yeah, that was gnarly. That God. was gnarly as shit. So, uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. I don't know if enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, gonna... or found it informative, Ooh, sure, or, sure, sure. or or at least like if you have a friend or whoever thinking about it, yeah. that's thinking about it. God, please, fucking point them in the opposite direction. Like, and honestly, I, the the reporter did a killer job too. Mm-hmm. Like, I I was really obviously just straight reading from it because yeah. it was so well written and everything. But that was uh, it was from ProPublica. Um, oh man, that was so. The, rough. the pictures on it are pretty. Like, no, the pictures are fine, but the the picture at the top is just like fake. Uh, yeah. old yeah. old. So like, I, fake I saw that. Yeah, those yeah. are good. Those are good. But um, yeah, uh, and. It's presumably a woman that wrote it. Yeah. Named Ava Kaufman. I mean, rock. 
Say Cockman. Kaufman. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. No. Yeah, um, yeah. Anywho, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and reiterate the, the email because I fucked it up the first time. <laughs> Tetherradio at gmail.com. That's T-E-T-H-E-R-R-A-D-I-O at gmail.com. Uh, we're on uh, all the socials that uh, you should be on. And, uh, man, check out Read with Tether. Uh, and holy hell, the <laughs> newsletter tetherradio.substack.com. Oh my god, I'd like Sweet honestly, tonight, y'all. <laughs> oh my, this, this is like making me ache almost, yeah. like literally. Yeah, um, yeah, let's but, let's throw something in the uh description that this one's uh, this one's, some this one's kind of rough, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then we've got our tether merch store, uh, tinyurl.com slash tether merch. Uh, got a lot of stuff. Check it out. Um, man, um, I think that's all we got for Untethered. Holy hell. We went, we went an hour and basically an hour and like 15 minutes-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm sorry. Allie went an hour and 15 <laughs> minutes. Dude, I'm impressed, actually. Thanks, yeah, thanks. yeah, you did a really good job on that one. So, Who kudos. Is- um, so, hope you guys have a fantastic uh, rest of your week. Be sure to check out the full episode on uh, Monday. And, man, until then, take it easy, friendos. Bye. Bye.